Hello, everybody. Welcome to season two, episode number 69 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Tonight, we're going to be talking about fantasy sports. I don't know if all of my listeners are big into fantasy sports. Uh, I have played for a very long time, basically all year round. uh, I'm playing some sort of fantasy sports with my friends. I play baseball, football, basketball, and tonight... We are two hours and two minutes away from my live fantasy basketball draft, and I have done zero research whatsoever. I've been playing in this league since 2009, and I don't think I've ever won it. I don't know if I've ever won any of the fantasy leagues I've been in because I've got a terrible problem of drafting my favorite players, and even if they're not performing, I don't like to drop my favorite players because... Those are the guys I like to watch, and I always have the feeling, the optimistic feeling that, hey, he's going to turn it around. He's going to be awesome by the end of the year, and usually that doesn't end up being the case. But uh, the past couple years, I've been getting less and less interested in fantasy basketball, and typically that would be my favorite fantasy sport to play. And... When I was little, growing up, I always wanted to be a professional basketball player. That was my dream. I wasn't uh, as good at basketball as I would have liked to have been. Obviously, I'm not a professional basketball player. Uh, I played more baseball growing up, and that's just probably because uh, I was a little bit better at baseball than I was at basketball. But I still enjoyed it. I loved watching the NBA Uh, The past few years, I feel like the NBA has been sliding a little bit, and I can really see that in fantasy basketball. And uh, I draft my favorite players, and they always sit. They're taking rest days. And the reason I'm excited for this year's version of fantasy basketball is because the league is implementing rules to limit those rest days for players. Now it sounds like A lot of the veteran players might be exempt from that, so there still might be some of that uh, sitting around, and that might be a good strategy to draft young players who aren't eligible for that uh, uh, those rest days in our fantasy league. But uh, after I heard that, I thought, man, this is going to be the year that's going to spark my enjoyment for fantasy basketball again, because. Now, I would say fantasy basketball is my least favorite sport uh, to be playing fantasy in just because of that. Everyone's sitting. Uh, Fantasy football's fun all the time. I really like that just because you have to set the lineup once a week. And fantasy baseball is the biggest grind, in my opinion, because even though uh, baseball now is probably my favorite sport, I definitely like watching the NBA or the MLB more than the NBA nowadays. But um, I guess my favorite sport to watch, even though it was probably the sport I was the worst at, was football. And that's because I'm a huge fan of the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, right up there would be the Minnesota Twins. And actually, I'd probably watch like to watch the Minnesota Twins more than the Minnesota Vikings, but they're very close. And then uh, I would call it 1A, 1B, and then it would be the Minnesota Timberwolves. And it's also exciting to me that the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to have some top players this year in fantasy sports. 
hopefully Anthony Edwards, hopefully Carl Anthony Towns uh, picks it up after a year of injury last year. And so, uh, yeah, baseball is the biggest grind. It's the longest season. You've got to constantly be making changes. And I learned from my brother quickly, you do not keep any players just based on their names. You uh, always look for the players who are producing. And that's, uh, like I said earlier, the reason I'm not very good at fantasy sports is because I don't do that. I hang on to <laughs> my favorite players. So I thought, you know what? I better do a podcast on fantasy sports tonight because this draft is only a couple hours away. I've done no research, and I just pulled up ESPN's fantasy rankings, and I'm looking at some of these players. The number one ranked player is Nikola Jokic. Uh, not surprising there. He's a center, which... I always value more than other positions because it's hard to find good centers. And so it looks like the top two people on their rankings are centers. Number two is Joel Embiid. Uh, that's one of the strategies I've went with for several years now. Maybe I should switch it up because I haven't won. And it seems like the people who win our league always have good centers, and it's tough to get those. So in the past couple years I've been trying to get the best centers or what I think are the best they don't ever pan out so uh, that's probably someone I should target and I I should also probably release this podcast a little bit after the draft tonight because just in case a few of my uh, league members are listening they can get all of my strategies here so I am drafting number eight tonight I believe, let's see, I think the draft order is number eight for me. I'm going to pull up the draft order. Let's see, fantasy basketball. Ooh, which reminds me, I haven't even paid for the league yet. Paying for a fantasy basketball league or any of these, <laughs> I basically just chalk it up uh, for many of you who know me. I'm, uh, I don't like to spend money on ridiculous things. This is a ridiculous thing to spend money on. However, I do just think of it as a way, basically a donation to my friends <laughs> because I know they're going to be getting the money every year. Uh, let's see here. The draft order. I am drafting number eight out of 10 teams. So... Tough luck on the draw there. However, I do like that I'm towards the end because then I'll be able to draft two times in a row. Let's see who the number eight ranked player is. Number eight on ESPN's list is Damian Lillard, which I wouldn't mind having, especially since he's going to be on a new team and he's going to be one of the main guys he, he would be wherever he is. But uh, hopefully... Number seven would slide to me, Steph Curry, because it seems like he's always dominant every year as well. Now, I, my favorite Timberwolves, I always look to see where they're ranked. It says that Anthony Edwards is ranked number 13, which could be a little bit low, in my opinion, because after this year's, uh, I don't even know what they call it. Is it World Basketball Classic? I know it's a World Baseball Classic. Um, Anthony Edwards was dominant in that, and a lot of the 
higher ups in the NBA are saying he's the next face of the league, and I hope that's true. So if that were the case, ranking him number 13 would be, well, basically pathetic. And uh, let's see, Anthony Edwards is 13. The next Minnesota Timberwolf would be Carl Anthony Towns at 18. I think that's, (laughs) to be honest, maybe a little bit generous. It seems like he gets hurt quite a bit. And uh, even though, well, you know, he is a big stat stuffer, so I guess 18 would be pretty good. And he has position flexibility at power forward and center, which is nice. So he could be, um, that could be ranking him correctly. However, they have Jimmy Butler ranked number 20. And I think that's kind of a stretch because I would have Jimmy Butler ranked higher than Carl Anthony Towns. I wonder what Jimmy Butler would have to say about that. Uh, let's see here. I want to wonder if I could filter this by team. Doesn't look like they allow me to do that. But wait, I wonder if there's even another Timberwolf in the top 100. Doesn't look like it so far. However, I see Walker Kessler at 75, which is someone the Wolves drafted and traded for Rudy Gobert. I wonder where Gobert is on this list. Not seeing him. Hopefully he's in the top 100. Yeah, not seeing him. So maybe not the best uh, news for my Minnesota Timberwolves, not having too many people in the top 100, but hopefully they surprised the league excuse me and uh, they have a fun season because I do think with the new ownership it seems like they value winning a whole lot more which is always exciting because that's the name of the game if you're not winning (laughs) what's the point oh oh here we go I found him Rudy Gobert is ranked number 77th and boy if the Timberwolves knew that when they traded for him They definitely wouldn't have given up so many assets, but I think this year is going to be a redemption season. It feels like the cohesiveness of the team, at least in the preseason, is a lot better than it has been in the past. So, well, I started off talking that it was going to be a a fantasy preview, but basically it's turned into Minnesota fan line. And, uh, Let's see here. Yeah, I think that's the only... They even have Tyus Jones ranked ahead of... of a lot of the Timberwolves player players, which is surprising. Kyle Anderson uh, ranked number 137. So I guess uh, if you're a Minnesota Timberwolves fan and you're going to be in a fantasy basketball league this year, might be kind of disappointing looking at the rankings. It's always fun when you have uh, one of the players ranked one of the top. Uh, I remember when I way back when I played uh, fantasy baseball, Joe Maurer was always at the top. That was fun. Justin Morneau was at the top. Uh, this year in fantasy football, Justin Jefferson was ranked either one or two in a lot of the uh, professional rankings. So that's always fun. I'm totally biased. I have all the Minnesota players valued way higher than all of the experts, but that's just the way it goes when you're a true fan. Uh, And 
I better get to studying because I have a feeling a lot of the other people in my league have been doing a little bit more preparation than me. Uh, past few drafts, I've been embarrassed to even say this, that I just log on at game time. I go by the rankings and I pick out my favorite players and I go from there. And uh, that's probably the reason my teams aren't very good. But this has been uh, probably an episode that not many people are too excited about. I'm very excited about fantasy sports. Uh, I bet a few of you are into fantasy sports. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about it in the past, but my friends and I have even gone to the extent of having a fantasy acting league where we drafted all sorts of actors and we were going to play this for one year and we had stats uh, in regards to what sort of awards they won, uh, if they appeared in so many movies, and we went through it. We went through all the effort of creating this acting league, and we set all the parameters, uh, did the draft, and then that is where it ended. So it would be fun to look back and actually go through those parameters for that year and see who would have won that fantasy acting league uh, if anyone else who listens to this podcast has any interesting fantasy sports or fantasy acting leagues that uh, are not mainstream, let me know because uh, it's a lot of work to put something like that together, especially when you don't follow through, follow through and go along with it. Uh, but the whole process was a lot of fun just because we were able to get together with friends, and that's kind of the name of the game for me. It's a way to co connect with friends that I don't always get a chance to connect with. Um, it seems like it's a good way to interact with uh, your peers. So I hope everyone out there is enjoying their fantasy football, uh, keeper leagues. Uh, I know some people do those leagues where they pick winners throughout the year, and especially in football. And if they pick a loser, they're out for the year. Uh, those leagues are always fun. I've never been a part of one of those leagues, but uh, it always seems like they're a lot easier than you would expect. Uh, it seems, well, even like last week, if you look at the Eagles getting beat by the Browns, um, that's a team that a lot of people would pick. Oh, that's an easy win, especially when the Browns have a backup quarterback. Uh, that's going to be an easy win for that league, but nope. It's not always the case, and uh, it makes those leagues a whole lot more interesting. It makes sports a lot more fun to watch, too, because if if you're not watching your favorite team, you still like to cheer for the people you have on your fantasy team. So fantasy sports, awesome. Uh, hope all of you enjoy it. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. It was thrown together at the last minute, as you can tell. Uh, just like my fantasy roster is going to be for fantasy basketball this year, uh, if I have a good roster, maybe I'll talk about it in the future. Maybe I'll win one of these times, uh, one of these leagues, one of these years, and then I'll uh, maybe dedicate a whole episode to it. Uh, but uh, thanks again for listening. I look forward to talking with everybody next week.